Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you've joined me. Our goal each day is to help you open the Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We are reading from the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is April 13th, and our reading comes from Luke chapter 16. Here's what it says. Jesus told this story to his disciples. There was a certain rich man who had a manager handling his affairs. Well, one day a report came that the manager was wasting his employer's money. So the employer called him in and said, What's this I hear about you? Get your report in order because you're going to be fired. The manager thought to himself, Now what? My boss has fired me. I don't have enough strength to dig ditches, and I'm too proud to beg. Ah, I know. I know how to ensure that I'll have plenty of friends who will give me a home when I'm fired. So he invited each person who owed to his employer to come and discuss the situation. He asked the first one, how much do you owe him? The man replied, I owe him 800 gallons of olive oil. So the manager told him, take the bill and quickly change it to 400 gallons. About how much do you owe my employer, he asked the next man. I owe him 1,000 bushels of wheat, was the reply. Here, the manager said, take the bill and change it to 800 bushels. Well, the rich man had to admire the dishonest rascal for being so shrewd. And it is true that the children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than are the children of the light. Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and to make friends. Then, when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you to eternal life. Now, this has been a passage that for a lot of people has been difficult to understand because it appears to be rewarding or celebrating the dishonesty of the servant. But that's not what it's saying at all. What Jesus is saying is that even people in the world know how to make a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. So this servant had these people come in who owed his master money. He took a cut. He made a sacrifice. Now it was his master's money. But he gave them a benefit because he knew, if I do that now, then down the road, when I need help, they will come to my aid. And here's what Jesus is saying. With your worldly possessions, with your money, with your home, with everything that you have, let's use that to bless people, knowing that one day when we get to heaven, we'll have lots of friends. Why? Because we've made an eternal investment. And Jesus says, listen, we've got to be smarter. We've got to be wiser than the world because even in the world, they're willing to make a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. And in the very same way, we need to make some short-term sacrifices for a long-term gain. Again, I love how Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 6. There he says, listen, don't store up your treasure here on earth where moth and rust can destroy, where thieves can break in and steal. No, store up your treasure in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy, where thieves cannot break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Same idea. 
Let's take what God has trusted us with. He's made us responsible for. And let's make sure that we're investing it in the lives of other people, that we're investing it in the kingdom of God, that we're investing it in eternity. Because listen, the day is coming when we're going to pass away and all that we have will go to somebody else. It'll all be gone. We can't take it with us. But guess what we can do? We can invest it in eternity. And for all eternity, reap the reward of the sacrifice that we made here. Now, here's something that's just interesting to me. If you've never read through the Bible, and for some of you following this podcast and and getting in the Word every day is a new idea, but one of the things that you're going to discover is that when you begin reading the Bible every day is that the Bible has a lot to say about our money. And the truth is, in American culture, we want to keep our money private. We don't want God or anybody else telling us how to handle our money. And another way that we can measure our spiritual condition is to ask ourselves, is God in charge of our money? Is God in charge of our money? Or are we keeping it all to ourselves? Because we believe our security, our identity, Our happiness is wrapped up in what we have. Jesus would say, don't make that mistake. Instead, let's make a short-term sacrifice for an eternal gain. Let's give to invest in the kingdom of God, to invest in people so that we can receive an eternal reward. You say, well, Alan, how do I get started? What does God require? Well, the Bible calls us to begin with a tithe. A tithe is simply 10% of your income. Now, for some of you might say, wow, gosh, I I can barely make ends meet. And I'm just telling you, this is so hard, I think, sometimes for people to believe. But I'm telling you, the reason you're having such a hard time making ends meet is because God's not in charge of your money. Now, listen, this isn't magic. It's just when we put God first, when we give to God first. What that does is it has an impact on our spiritual condition. It really produces a lot of joy and happiness in our life. It reshuffles our priorities. And all of those things end up helping us to make wise financial decisions. We begin to manage what we keep better, and God begins to bless our finances. And listen, we end up with more. And the Bible teaches this over and over and over and over again. So I want to encourage you. Let's trust the Lord. Let's make a short-term sacrifice by giving at least the first 10% of our income. Now, here's another cool thing, is that the reason God asks us to give a percentage of our income is because if you don't make much, then you're not expected to give much. But for those of us who make more, We should give more. And those of us who make a lot should give a lot. In fact, Tina and I, for years, have given well beyond 10% of our income. And we've always had all that we need. And we get to live with the joy of investing in the lives of other people. So if you've never given, I want to encourage you to begin to give. Give that first 10%. And for those of you that have been blessed Some of you have been extremely blessed. Listen, let's do without for a change. Let's say no to our flesh 
And let's invest more of what we have in the kingdom of God. Let's invest in our eternity. Let's invest in people. That's what Jesus is saying here, is let's be wise and invest in what really matters and what will last forever. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for every person listening this morning. And God, I know that when we talk about money, it's so challenging for people, really, because we've idolized our money. It's because we believe our happiness and our identity and our security is wrapped up in our money. When the truth is, our happiness, security, and identity is wrapped up in our relationship with Jesus. God, you're holding all that for us. And so I pray that you'd give us the faith and courage to make a short-term sacrifice and an eternal investment to build your kingdom, to be a blessing to all people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.